Hello to boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Courtesy of our friends across the pond at Boxing247.com. I'm going to start you off, though, with a little story from across the other pond, uh, from uh, Tokyo, uh, where we saw the Japanese bantamweight uh, belts up for grabs last night. And uh, let's quote the story right out of Tokyo. With lightning quick reflexes and more than a touch of flair, Japanese boxer Naya the monster Inui became the world's undisputed bantamweight champion with an 11th round knockout of Britain's Paul Butler. The crowning accomplishment at Tokyo's Arieki Arena improved the 29-year-old record to 24-0 with 21 knockouts as he added Butler's WBO title to his own WBA, WBC, and IBF belts. The 34-year-old Butler fell to 34-3 and with 13, no, 15 knockouts. Sorry. In a way, he became the ninth undisputed champion since the four-belt era began in 2004 and the first Japanese to do so. In what he said would be his final bout as a bantamweight before moving up to super bantam, Inoue dominated from the opening bell, starting slowly but turning up the intensity and showmanship as the fight developed. He said, Today, I achieved my goal. Bantamweight is no easy division, and I was able to unify all four championships by taking each fight as being at the utmost importance as I pursued my objective. Now with four titles, I'm thinking about moving up to Super Bantam. There you go, sports fans. A little bit of uh, boxing news out of Japan. And uh, because I'm sure the, the Britons feel quite badly about what happened over in Tokyo, I'll set you off with a, a little bit of uh, good news, if you will, out of the Midlands. James Beach Jr. is feeling very confident ahead of his upcoming fight with the talented Raza Hamza. That's taking place on December 16th at the Wrighton on Dunsmore. James, he's 14-3, and three, takes on the undefeated Ramza, Ra, sorry, Raza Hamza, a talented Birmingham prospect training with Spencer McCracken in Acock Screen. Despite coming off a loss to Dennis McCann, James see all of his experience against top fighters such as McCann and Brad Foster as an advantage for him. He said, Taking the McCann loss was a bit harder than the Foster loss, but he's a special kid, and fair play to him. I just got caught with one. I haven't looked much into Raza's record, but I don't think he's ever done a 10-rounder. I know he'll be fit, and he'll be prepared, but so will I, and I'll be confident too. Having watched Raza and sparred with him before for previous trading camps, James thinks that he's a good job, got a good job and a good counter behind uh, backhand, but he doesn't put them together. Like McCann or Foster, I don't think he's strong either, he said, but we will see. Come the night. Yes, he will indeed. So that's uh, a Midlands fight taking place on December 16th. For all you UK fans out there. For you American fans on the East Coast, it seems like we have a bit of bad news. Uh, we had a fight taking place in Atlantic City on December 17th, and it certainly looks like uh, that has been postponed, as we are informed by Rising Star Promotions. Due to unforeseen circumstances, the December 17th fight, promoted by Rising Star Promotions, has been postponed. 
said Thomas Cornflake Lamana of Rising Star. I deeply regret to inform everyone that the event will need to be postponed until a later, more suitable date. I personally take extreme pride in the quality of the fan fighter experience of our events. And with such a short time frame to go, we just could not pull it off due to last minute inconveniences that were far beyond our control. Thank you for all your understanding in this unfortunate matter. So the new date will take place in early 2023 and it will be announced shortly according to La Mana. Let's move along quickly to Split T, a good management group with a great uh, roster, including a few people who uh, names we're familiar with here on Talk and Fight, and they emerged victorious. Most recently, Split T, uh, like us to know that the former undisputed lightweight champion, Tiafoma Lomas, who took on Sandor Martin, and a WBC eliminator bout over at Madison Square Garden emerged victorious. Earlier in the day, IBF bantamweight champion Ebony Bridges made her first title defense uh, when she took on Shannon O'Connell and also emerged victorious. And if that wasn't enough, 2020 United States Olympian Tiger Johnson also taking part in the festivities at Madison Square Garden battled Mike O'Han Jr and also emerged victorious. So congratulations to uh, Split Team Management and their uh, emerging amazing roster of talent. Good stuff. All righty, let's have a quick look and see if there's anything else. Oh, I know, I was gonna tell you a little bit about the uh, Tiafimo uh, Lopez uh, fight, which was close, and I didn't cover it as well as I should have uh, yesterday. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background or on the actual fight because um, uh, Lopez had hoped to return to his hometown, New York City, with the kind of performance that would continue um, with that uh, takeover back on track. Instead, a split decision victory over Sandor Martin at Madison Square Garden raised more questions than it answered. And certainly several fighters did come out and say, hmm, what's going on on, on the Lopez side of things? Anyway, two judge, uh, judges saw it his way by scores of 97-92 and 96-93, while third scored it in favor of Martin uh, by a score of 95-94. So certainly a close battle. Uh, Lopez is now 8-1. Eight, eight no, sorry, 18-1. 18-1 with 13 knockouts. But he struggled mightily with the mobile southpaw from Spain, being dropped by a counter-right hook in round number two. The 25-year-old Lopez never found an answer for that punch, but remained aggressive throughout the ESPN-televised main event. Said Lopez, it's so hard to fight somebody like this when they're running uh, the whole time. Every time this guy committed, I countered, and I got him every time. He just ran the whole time. Um, so uh, Lopez, who now has won two straight at junior welterweight since his upset split decision loss to George Cambosos Jr. a while ago, which cost him three lightweight titles. He had won against uh, Vasily Lomachenko back in 2020. I apologize to everyone tonight. This is not how we perform, but, in, but listen, our dancer partner was running the whole time. Uh, Martin, by the way, who's 40 and 3, 13 knockouts, appeared to have an injured nose from the first round, with the blood becoming a serious problem by the fourth round. 
But his southpaw movement kept him out of serious danger in the fight. It didn't hurt Martin's cause that Lopez continued to follow Lopez around the ring, allowing him to escape to his right whenever he was on the ropes. Lopez found his success in the second half of the fight with his straight right to the body and was the only uh, fighter who threw in combinations. Martin, out of Barcelona, Spain, was content to land one at a time and rarely let his straight left hand go. The crowd began to boo the fight in round number nine as Martin moved and Lopez stalked, with the fight no closer to a conclusion uh, than in the earlier rounds. Despite the difficulty in pinning down a moving target, Lopez says he feels ready for the uh, top junior welterweights. I would love to fight Josh Taylor. I would love to fight Regis Pogres or even a rematch with George Cambosis, said Lopez. Wow. That loss, by the way, snaps an 11-fight winning streak for Martin, who made his name in the United States with a majority decision win over Mikey Garcia 14 months ago. Well, there you have it, boxing fans. All the news fit to print today. Thank you very much for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you later on at 4 p.m. when we join uh, Mike Gore and Cedric Penn for their show, Knuckle Up.